really easy to get caught up in the routine of our present life. And then before we know it, we don't make any changes and two years go by, three years, four years, five years. And you look back and you say, where did all the time go? How can it be that I'm the same place today that I was five years ago? And the answer is because we simply didn't make the change. We didn't make the changes that were necessary to establish the future that we desire. So here's the big question. How do everyday people like us who didn't grow up wealthy and were not taught how to be wealthy in school, how are we supposed to learn to think, invest, and grow wealth like the top 1% without compromising our ethics and our values? My name is Jeremy Whaley. That was my big question. This podcast will give you the answers. You're listening to Think Rich Radio. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Think Rich Radio. I am your host, Jeremy Whaley. It's so wonderful to have you joining me for what is going to be my year-end special. And I've got a very exciting episode. I think it's an exciting episode to share with you today as we wrap up the previous year and as we move into the new year. So even if you're listening to this after the new year, you're going to love this episode because I'm going to walk through some really, really cool stuff. But before we get there, I want to say a big special thank you to all of you. Thank you for being part of the podcast and letting me share with you and helping me get this thing going this year. The last six months have been very different than I ever anticipated. Uh, Most of you know my story. A lot of you know my story. And it turned into a, a year of uncertainty that I did not expect. And so in a lot of ways, this podcast that I thought was just a outlet to share some stuff, in many ways, it's been therapeutic for me as well. And I really appreciate you guys being part of it and sharing it and helping me get the thousands of listens that we've had, which is really incredible. And I'm looking forward to 2020 and beyond. And the reason is because I think next year is going to be the greatest year ever. I'm determined it's going to be the greatest year ever, not just because it's a new year, but it's also a new decade. 2020 starts a new decade. And it's like a big mile marker. What do mile markers do? They help us you know, mark out the path of the journey. So if you're journeying across the country and you see a mile marker, when you get there, what are you going to do? You're going to make a decision. Am I on the right path? Do I continue? Or do I recognize that something's not right? I need to turn around and go the other direction. And that's the way a new year is. A new year is a lot like a mile marker where we can make adjustments that we need to make. Now, most people, they give up. Most people quit by January 2nd. But regardless, it's still a really great mile marker, and that's what uh, we want to use it for. I'm excited about 2020 for a lot of reasons. Number one, uh, my brand new program, Think Rich 2020, you've heard me talking about so much. It is basically done. I know I've been saying that for a few episodes now. I've got all the editing done now, finally, which I could not say that until now. Um, All the videos are uploaded into the website. They're just about ready for you guys to go uh, watch them. Actually, the videos are ready for you to go watch them. Um, there's just a couple of little details of getting it hooked up so you guys can actually get in and see it. And that will be done in the next uh, just couple of days here. And so I'm very excited. Perfect way to start the new year as we are going through Think and Grow Rich and then updating that for 2020 and beyond. I'm really pleased with the way this has turned out. So I'm looking forward to sharing that and getting y'all's feedback with it as well. All right. Enough about that. I'm excited about 2020, uh, partly because of Think Rich 2020, but I'm excited because it's a new year. It's a new decade. We've got so many crazy world events happening. We've got a political election that's going to be coming up. Who knows what's going to happen in the world of politics? Who cares, really? But there's just so many great things that are happening, and there's so much opportunity. There is so much opportunity, and this is a crossroad of opportunity, which is why this episode is really all about you. I want to talk today in this episode about why right now is your time. It's, you know, whatever your past has been, 
great. That's been your past. It's brought you to this moment. But now it's time to make whatever changes you need to make. It's time to decide what mountains you need to go conquer. It's time to establish the breakthroughs that you need to achieve and determine that 2020 moving forward, you are going to get those breakthroughs and you're going to accomplish those goals. So let's go do that. Over this Christmas break, I was able to watch a movie with my kids that I hadn't seen since I was a child, and that is The Muppet Christmas Carol. If you're not familiar with it, it's Kermit and Miss Piggy and all the Muppet gang doing the classic Charles Dickens story, Christmas Carol. And uh, it's a great treatment of the story. If you've not watched it, you really should watch it. But we all know the story of Scrooge. We all know the story of Ebenezer Scrooge, the curmudgeonly old feller who's making a lot of money, but he didn't have his priorities very straight. And in the story of A Christmas Carol, he goes to sleep one night and he's visited by three specialized agents of change. People who came from his history and his present world to teach him a lesson about himself. And these three visitors, of course, were the ghost of Christmas past, the ghost of Christmas present, and the ghost of Christmas to come or the Christmas future. Now, these three special agents of change, they came and they visited Scrooge, and they brought something to his life. And I've deduced it this way. Number one, they brought awareness. They brought awareness of his path that he's been on in the past, the path of where he is now and where he's going in the future. They brought the consequences. They made Ebenezer aware of the consequences, and they gave Ebenezer Scrooge a choice. And so there was three gifts that the three visitors brought to Scrooge. The gift of awareness, the gift of consequences, and the gift of choice. Now, most of us live exactly like Scrooge. Most of us live in the present moment, and we tend to look back at our history. And as we look back at our history, that becomes part of our identity, which we then use to plan for the future through the eyes of the past. And so really, when we're planning for the future, what are we doing? We're saying, based on everything I've experienced up until this moment, this is what I think is going to happen in the future. And that's why our futures look so grim sometimes, because whenever we look into the future, most people look at the future as it's just going to be a continuation of the past. Well, these three visitors gave Scrooge this magic moment of awareness, consequences, and choice. And they helped Scrooge realize that he has lived a certain life up until this moment. That was the awareness. He, they helped him see the consequences of those actions that have led up to this moment and the consequences of where that's going in the future. And then they help Scrooge understand that you have choices. You have choices that you can make right now that will change the future. But before you know what choice you need to make, oftentimes you have to actually look into the future and say, where am I going if I stay on this path? That was the gift of the three spirits that visited Ebenezer Scrooge. By far, the most valuable asset that any of us have outside of maybe our relationships is our time. Our time. We all are born with the same amount of time. We have 24 hours a day that we get to spend. And ironically, most people are willing to give up their time faster than any other asset that they have. It's the most precious, and yet we give it up. Why do people say, pay attention? Because whenever you start to pay attention to something, you are giving somebody or you're giving that thing your time. Pay attention to the television. Pay attention to the news. Pay attention to a podcast. Whatever it is that you're giving your attention to, you're paying it with your time. That's why we have to really 
get aware and become aware of where we are in time. And I call this positional awareness in time. And it looks like this right here. You are here. You are here right now. Wherever you are in your life presently, physically speaking, wherever you are in your journey, you're 40 years old, you're 50 years old, you're 30, wherever you are, you are here. You were there. That is your past. You were there. Now what? And this is what we're going to get to use for the future. It's the question of now what? You are here. You were there. Now what? I am here. I was there. Now what? I had the great fortune of getting to know Jim Rohn just before he died. And he used to say some of the most amazing nuggets of wisdom. One of the things he used to always say is, if you want to know where you're going to be in five years, just look at the last five years. And that's exactly what your next five years are going to look like, except for the changes you make right now. The next five years are going to look like the last five years, except for the changes you make. Everything else, assuming no changes are made, will continue exactly like the path that you're presently on. People don't like change because it messes with their need for certainty. We like to know. We like to have that certainty. Remember, we've talked about our six human needs. If you missed that, go back to, I think it was episode 18. People don't like change because it messes with their certainty. And yet, if you want a different future, we've got to change. So this becomes a bit of a pickle. People say, I want to change, but I, I can't seem to change. Why not? And here's the answer. Because the longer we live in our past, the more we identify with it. The more we experience it, the more it becomes our identity. And the longer we experience it, the harder it is to move on because it is our identity. And now that past, all those things that we've experienced leading up to this moment, we bring them into this present moment and we keep focusing on them and we say, this is who I am, this is who I am, this is who I am. Rather than this is my history, this is what I've experienced, we say, this is who I am. And now we've brought all those past experiences into this present moment, and that has created an identity. And one of the things we know about the human psychology, the human psyche will do whatever it needs to do to maintain consistency with how it sees itself. One of the strongest forces in the human psyche is that need to remain consistent with how one sees themselves. For me, whenever I walked away from the music industry, I also was walking away from an identity. And it was very hard for me. Even though it wasn't the identity I wanted, it wasn't the career I wanted, I was moving towards something different, but I had this previous identity called, I am a musician. I am a musician, that's what I saw myself as, and I had done that for as a profession for almost 10 years, and of course all the years leading up to that, so I was deeply ingrained in this personality and this identity that I am a musician. And even two or three years after I left the music industry, people would say, what do you do? I'd say, well, I'm a musician, but I'm doing this. Because my identity was wrapped up in I am a musician. Even though I had moved on, it was still my identity. Some people have the identity, I am depressed. And what ends up happening, they continue to do things that validates that identity. They continue to come up with reasons to not be happy. <laughs> I always like to say, well, who would you be if you weren't depressed? Kind of messes with people a little bit. If you're struggling with depression, if you ever find yourself saying, I'm depressed, try that on. Say, well, who would I be if I wasn't depressed? Hmm. A lot of people say, I am an alcoholic. 
It's one of the things I hate about 12 step is it starts with, I am an alcoholic. I have a good friend. His name is Jack. Jack has just overcome years of alcoholism, but he doesn't say I am an alcoholic and I'm recovering. Jack says, I was never an alcoholic. I just drank too much. And now I let go of drinking too much. That's a much healthier mindset. Very proud of Jack for doing that because what he did is he did not get wrapped up in this negative identity of I am an alcoholic that so many people get wrapped up in. Because our past, even if we don't like our past, our past becomes our identity. And once we start to identify with that past and we bring it into this present moment, now that present moment is just continuing to relive that past over and over. And as we know from human psychology, one of the strongest forces in the human mind is that need to remain consistent with itself. And so we work hard to maintain who we are. And we never even ask the question, is this who I want to be? Or maybe we're aware of it. Maybe we say, I don't want to be this person, but we don't know how to break the pattern. And before you know it, all that identity just keeps coming with us year after year, decade after decade. Well, here's a great realization to start the new year. You were not born with a predefined identity. None of us were born with a predefined identity. We become who we are. We become that thing. And the beauty of the reality that we become who we are is the fact that we can choose to become someone different. If you want to have different successes in your life, if you want to have better relationships, you want to have better finances, you have to become the person who attracts those things into your life. So for me, I am no longer a musician. Sometimes I go around saying I'm a recovering musician, but I am no longer a musician, even though I still have all the skills, even though I can still play the the piano, I can still do production, I can still do all the stuff that I used to do as a musician. But I let that go. I let the identity of a musician go so that I could become something more extraordinary. Remember this, nobody can ever take away who you have been. But only you can allow yourself to become who you were meant to become. As we move into a new year and into the next decade here, it is so important that we remember that the past does not equal the future. The past does not equal the future. You are where you are right now. Positional awareness. You are here. You look back at where you were. Now what? Now what is that question that opens up what is the future? You see, if we look back through the lens of our experiences, if we look back through the lens of the past, then we're going to get stuck there. We're going to get stuck reliving all of that past. We're going to get stuck staying in that identity because you bring that into the present moment. And now in this present moment, you are still the person that you were. You're continuing the past over and over, but the future has yet to be written. So why would we get stuck in the past? And the answer is because it's comfortable. It's a known factor. We know how it ends up. But have we taken the time to ask the questions of where is this path taking me? What does the future end up looking like? If I stay on this track, what does the future look like? Because here's the reality about the human psyche. We only make changes 
when it becomes an absolute must. When we realize that the pain of not changing is so great that we have no choice, we have to to change. That's what happened to Scrooge. That's what happened to the grumpiest, curmudgeon, anti-charity, cheerful, glee human being to maybe ever live, Ebenezer Scrooge. And it took three specialized agents of change. They showed up and in one night, they took Scrooge through his past and they showed him how this past experience, this past identity of who he was, what it had cost him, the relationships that it had cost him, the joy that it had cost him, all the Christmases that he had missed out on. Then they brought him into the present moment and they showed him how the people around him were suffering because of him, because of his personality, because of his identity. And then they took him into the future. And they showed him a future that was so devastating that Ebenezer Scrooge said, please, please tell me I can make a change. Tell me it's not too late. He experienced so much pain going into the future and looking at how bad it was going to become. That Ebenezer Scrooge said, I must make a change right now. All I want is a second chance. I think the worst thing that can happen in our life is to get to the end of our life and realize what we've experienced and say, if only I could have a second chance, please let me have a second chance. Ebenezer Scrooge got that second chance. But I'm just curious. I'm curious if you were to meet these same three agents of change, past, present, future, What would you regret about your future? If you could, in this present moment, imagine your future and imagine where you're headed, what would you regret about that future? And when would now be the right time to actually make a change and become the person you were meant to become? As we wrap up the previous year and get ready for the next year and move into this new decade, I thought it would be really valuable for us to maybe walk through the exercise of the three ghosts from the Christmas Carol, past, present, and future. And so if you're willing to play along with me here, then let's do this little exercise. It's going to take about five minutes. Kind of unique for a podcast, but hey, let's give it a shot. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to get into a quiet place. If you're driving, then you probably want to pull over. So you might want to pause and then pull over into a parking lot and then unpause because you don't want to close your eyes while you're driving. But if you're at home, maybe uh, make sure the doors are closed and you're in a quiet place where nobody's going to bother you for about five to eight minutes. And let's go on this little journey. So I'll play a little bit of music. You can make the adjustments you need to make and pause if you need to. Okay, now that you are ready, we're going to go on a little journey. What I'd like for you to do to start this journey is just take a really deep breath in. And as you release, go ahead and feel your body relaxing as you breathe out and feel that relaxation coming into your body. Go ahead and take another really deep breath in all the way into the pit of your stomach and hold it for just a brief moment. And as you breathe out, go ahead and feel even more relaxation as your eyes begin to close because we're going to take a little journey. We're going to take a journey of good things, good things that are part of your most intimate experiences in life, 
things that matter to you, things that make up who you are. And this is a safe journey. There's nothing dangerous about this trip, but it might be very revealing about some of the things that you'd like to adjust on your journey. For the next minute, reflect upon your relationships and think about all the most closely held relationships in your life. Let's start with your romantic relationship. What is it like now? When you think about your spouse or your significant other, or maybe you would like to have a significant other, what is it like now? How would you rate your relationship? And as you think about all of the things that have led up to this moment in your life, if you were to carry this current trajectory forward five years into the future, if nothing changes, how is your relationship five years in the future? Are you still married? Maybe you're getting married if you're not presently married. Is your relationship more alive and vibrant and exciting? Or is it more stale? And I'm just curious, what do you regret about your future that if only you could go back in time and change it, you would change it in this most intimate relationship? How do you wish your future to be? And if you have children, think for a moment about your children and your interaction with your children and Think about their present age and the history that you've had leading up to this moment. And think about five years into the future. If you do not make any changes to your present relationship with your children five years into the future, what's your relationship like? Are they grown now? Are you in a close relationship? Are you distant? Where is this relationship five years into the future? And I'm just curious, what do you regret that if only you could go back in time and you could change? You would change now so that you could avoid that pain in five years. How do you wish it would be? And reflect a moment upon your closest friendships, the relationships in your closest social circles. And think about the experiences that have led up to this moment and carry it forward five years into the future. And if you don't make any changes to your friendships, how are they going to be in five years? Do you still have those friends? Do you have different friends? Are you excited about those relationships? I'm just curious. What might you regret from your future? in those relationships with your closest friends, in the relationships with your children, with your significant other. And breathe deep, and as you breathe deep, go ahead and let that out and feel the relaxation in your body, knowing that in this present moment, you can make those changes. You can make those changes now. But before we leave this journey, I would like to invite you to reflect upon your health. Reflect upon your health at this moment. Reflect upon the history that has got you to this point. Are you sick? Are you healthy? Does your body look the way you want it to look? Are there areas you would like to tweak? Think about your current behavior and your current patterns for your health and your wellness. 
and carry it forward five years into the future. And imagine that you don't make those changes. You're still drinking a little too much alcohol. You're still eating a little too much of the things you didn't need to be eating. You did not get on to the weight loss program. You did not make the changes you needed to make five years into the future. Where are you now? Are you fat? Are you having health problems? Are you healthier than you are today? Or are you worse off? And I'm just curious, what might you regret now from the future as you reflect upon five years of not making those essential changes? The changes that you try to make every year, but you keep putting off. What might you regret? How do you wish it was different? And take a deep breath in, as deep as you can, and as you breathe it out, feel the relaxation in your body and know that you can make those changes now. And now is the time to make those changes. But before we leave this journey, I want to invite you to reflect upon your own personal spirituality. Your relationship with your maker, with your creator, with the world around you, the physical world, the spiritual world, everything that is outside of your body that is extraordinary. Reflect upon how it has led to this moment in your life. Did you have a good experience spiritually leading up to this moment? Were you involved in an abusive spiritual relationship leading up to this moment? Regardless, the past is gone, but you are where you are right now. And if you stay on this journey and you carry it all the way into the future for another three or four or five years into the future, I'm just curious, where are you spiritually five years into the future if you maintain this current path that you are on? Are you closer to your creator or are you further away? Are you feeling more independent? Are you feeling more empowered? How do you feel spiritually five years in the future, staying on this exact same path that you are on right now? And I'm just curious, what might you regret? What might you regret now from your future? What do you remember from your future now that you just wish you could change? And as you reflect upon that and you think about how you wish that to be, take a deep breath in and let it go. Take a deeper breath in and breathe it out. Breathe out all of that air. Feel total relaxation in your body because you do have the ability to make those changes right now. And in just a moment, you're going to make those changes. But before we do that, let's take one last journey. I want you to reflect upon your relationship with money. Reflect upon your relationship with the finances in your life. Whatever your history has been up until this moment, you know where you are right now. You know what your experience has been. You know what your journey has been. Now let's take that same journey five years into the future. And five years into the future, if you make absolutely no changes, where are you going to be? You're currently on a path. You're currently on a path and your next five years are going to look a lot like the last five years if you don't make changes. So I'm just curious, where are you five years from now? And I'm even more curious what you might remember from the future now that you might regret. What aspect of five years in the future do you reflect upon and say, if only I had made these changes, but I didn't make the changes. And now here's where I'm at. 
What do you wish is different that if only you could come back in time and make the changes? If only you could have a do-over. Well, take a deep breath in, and as you release it, come back to the present moment and feel a total relaxation in your body. Feel that relaxation, but feel it with a sense of certainty and a sense of confidence, knowing that all of these areas that are so intimate and so close to you, your relationships, your romantic relationships, your relationships with your kids, with your friends and your social circles, your relationship with your body, your health, your wellness, your relationship with your maker, your spirituality, and your relationship with your finances. All of these things are areas that you presently are experiencing. And all of these changes are changes that you can presently make. And as you get ready for 2020 and beyond, take a deep breath and release and feel certainty that you absolutely can make those changes now. Because five years in the future is not yet here. It certainly will come. It will come just like clockwork. But you get to decide what it's going to look like. And if you're not already fully back in the present moment, please open your eyes and be fully present and realize that you've just experienced the same three gifts that the spirits brought to Ebenezer Scrooge. The gift of awareness, the ability to look at where we've been, where we are, where we're going, and become aware of our path. That is the first gift, the gift of consequences. And then, of course, the gift of choice, the awareness that you have the opportunity to make a change now so that you don't have to experience the future that you don't wish to experience. So my question is, what changes must happen right now? Because, you know, if you don't change now, then this is the future that you're going to be experiencing. This is it. You've just experienced it right now. But the good news is you can change. And the good news is you can change right now. So as we start the new year, go ahead and decide. Decide that now is the time to make a change. Now is your time. It's not about anybody else. It's all about you. Now is the time. Expect more of yourself. Expect more of life. Set higher standards. What are the things that you wish to experience that you've been letting go? Set higher standards and decide on these two or three things that you need to, you absolutely must include in your life right now, the changes you must make and go commit to the changes. Make this the best new year ever. Make it the best decade ever. You have the ability. Now you've seen what's going to happen if you don't change. Let's go make the changes that you must make and let's make them now. Hey, folks, I hope you're as excited about 2020 and beyond as I am. I believe it's going to be the best year ever, the best decade ever. That's why I've created Think Rich 2020, not just to help you with your finances, though. This is a personal development program. This is going to help you get wealthy in all areas of your life, your relationships, your finances, everything. And I'm excited about it. You guys are going to really enjoy this. If you're not on the mailing list yet, go to jeremywhaley.com, jeremywhaley.com. Get signed up right there on the homepage so you can be notified when Think Rich 2020 is available. And I look forward to sharing it with you. If you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do so over on Stitcher or on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you like to listen to podcasts so you can be notified as soon as I release a new episode. 
and you don't have to miss anything. All right, thanks again for making 2019 a great year. I look forward to 2020 and beyond. And until then, remember, you were created to live an extraordinary life. If you're living anything less, set a higher standard and live extraordinary.